I got mixed emotions about it. Like, I love what Ja has done for the city of Memphis. Mm-hmm. I love what he has done for the Grizzlies. It makes me excited to watch the game, right? right? It makes me excited to go, be in the atmospheres. Um, and even, like, the, the whole world just knowing what Memphis culture looks like. Mm-hmm. When we be like, whoop that trick. Yeah. Whoop that trick. Yeah. Like, now the whole city doing a jookie dance. You know uh-huh, what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, I, I, I feel it. I love it. But... Why did it take for us to pay for a mentor to come? Like, not, the motivation wasn't... What, what, how much was his contract? Uh, 200. I know, plus million. Two, that wasn't <laughs> enough motivation to stay out the streets. Like, she calling in, can't come to work. Oh, that's ghetto. It's the fifth. Deadline was the first. Oh, that's ghetto. Payroll do again, pockets hurt. Oh, that's ghetto. Good idea, now we buy merch. Oh, that's ghetto. Payment miss. Oh, the ghetto. Say she quit. Oh, the ghetto. Laid on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Oh, the ghetto. Invoice in. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast, where we talk about all things being a CEO, because being a CEO is ghetto, right? What rhyme with CEO? G-H-E-O. <laughs> and this is what you can expect from us moving forward. <laughs> like, <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> I thought that's where we was going with this. No, we actually weren't. We, we, uh... <laughs> well, back to the back to another episode. This is the Monday meetings. Yeah, you yeah. want to let them know what the Monday meetings are. So basically, we're gonna get together every Monday, and we are going to recap our previous week and weekend, yes, right? Yes. But then we got to plan our upcoming week. So we basically do our strategic planning on Mondays to get our fellow CEOs and coworkers. <laughs> our co y'all are our coworkers, yeah. but forget all that he talked about. We're gonna talk about the tea. What's happening in pop culture, what's happening in sports, politics, all the things. And we get to do our favorite segment yes. is Monray, What's That Lyric? We're not doing it. We are doing it. We are doing it. So y'all look forward to it. DM me some song options that every black person should know. No, we are okay? not doing it. I'm going to pop off about four or five lines and then Monray is going to have to finish that lyric. If... She gets the lyrics correct, and she gets the point. Okay. If she does not get it correct, well, you just don't get it right. But what happens if I win? If you win, yeah. I'm going to make you a custom black card. Huh? Because I'm going to revoke your black card if you don't do it. Oh, you So won't. you're going to get a custom black card if you do. And, and I'm going to spend like $17 on it. I'm really going to, um, you know. Likes it. That's wild. But anyways, y'all, cool. Cody is my brother, if y'all don't know. Um, Cody, introduce yourself. Tell them why we even having these conversations. So I'm Big Cody, okay. aka I ain't got it, aka I wish I did, aka why we start this business in the first place. Man, I never <laughs> did this to myself. Then I wouldn't be the broke CEO. But that's cool because I feel like we get a lot of successful people on the podcast. We do. We I do. I feel like we get a lot of people who back then they didn't want me. Yeah, but now, now they, they hot. You know they what I'm saying? All and 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 lyric. That was not. Okay. Yes. One. No. <laughs> but you, you we're gonna get the perspective of the person in business, meaning okay. as an entrepreneur or CEO who has not popped off yet. So y'all get to experience my journey with me. Okay. Well, this is gonna be cute. So last week we got to go to the BET Awards. We did get to go to the BET we Awards. We did get to the ghetto CEO was outside. And let me like, ask you this. What? What was your favorite part? Hmm. 
my favorite part honestly was just the experience. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, we were in the media house um with channels, radio stations, podcasts that are literally big. Like we were the youngest, newest podcast. We only right. been on the map for like sixty days, and we were in the room with them. So that was like just dope to even be like, dang, we okay. in there joint. Shout we, out to me. I, we are, what? Huh? What you? I was like, we in this joint. Shout out to me, not me personally. Oh, oh you know, oh, okay. you know, but you know, just me, like we. <laughs> Yeah, like we, we us, the yeah, team. Yeah, my fault. Fine. Yeah. I also just want to throw a disclaimer out there before okay. I ask my next question. Pick a side now, okay? Wait. Because every successful group, team, podcast, they break up. So you so, telling them to pick a side? Yeah. Let us know in the comments right now. You team my right, you team Cody. Because y'all don't even know this man. It's cool. They going to respect me by the end of the episode. All right. So my second question. Yeah. Who was your favorite interview at the BT? My favorite interview. I had different ones for different reasons. Okay. Um, I guess I would say Christian Keys. Okay. Um, because I grew up watching him on TV. Like it was like, okay, Christian, I see you. And one thing that I noticed, I'm a CEO, so I always respect people's hustle. Like Christian, one thing that I noticed like about media is that when people get seasoned, mm-hmm. they don't want to do a lot of interviews right. and media. They don't want to tap into their fans like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's just I'm seasoned. Like I'm I'm Kirk Franklin. They know I'm, who I am. Yeah, yeah, you right. know me. So you could tell those people were kind kind of going in to come to the big channels on BT and be interviewed and they left. Right, right. right? right. But like I literally watched Christian go to every single outlet mm. and like i even heard his team like telling his team now nah, we ain't go there we ain't go there so it's like it just made me respect like you it doesn't matter how big you are you right. gotta have attention you gotta stay relevant and i think that be where people that's the where they downfall awesome so is that more the ceo when you making a statement or yeah. or the marketer because you talk about like having attention and people got to yeah, see Yeah, that you. was definitely the marketer in me. Like okay. the marketer in me is like, I don't care how big you are. I don't care if you the baby, little baby, <laughs> or my baby. You need to have as much attention as possible right. so that your brand can continue to grow. People don't realize that I don't care if you're doing eight figures or not. You can become stagnant. Right. Just because the lack of exposure, the lack yeah, of visibility. Yeah, people don't know people you. You lame as hell. Okay. In that same regard, this is a good question mm-hmm. um, for those who may not know the difference in the two. Because right now you're basically describing the elements of marketing, right? Yeah. But in the same realm, that's kind of like PR, like public really. Like how do those things coincide? Because you obviously want to, this is a press run that he's doing. Yeah. But you see yeah, the marketing. Yeah. But you see the marketing aspect I of mean, it. It kind of all aligns marketing, sales, pre PR, branding. Like it all kind of aligns, but they all have different sectors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say the difference between PR and marketing. A marketing is to attract the customer. Right. PR is really a validation. So they can't tell a story if you have no story. Right. You know what I mean? So like I don't understand when new businesses come in and they like I'm just gonna hire PR. Like you have no story to tell. Right. Like right. you're nobody. So right. you should garner attention through marketing first. Right. Validate that your attention is quantifiable by selling mm-hmm. and then tell that story of your results through PR. So at what point, if I'm a new business, should I be looking into PR? Is it more like uh, I had a successful lunch and now I need PR? Is it a milestone? Is it amount of time? What's really- I mean, I don't necessarily, for me, I don't, I don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, because I don't think... 
that I I don't even think sometimes that I need PR. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But we only got PR because we started the media company and gotcha. then we needed to have an outlet. Gotcha. So. Okay. It was fun. BET Awards was fun. One thing that I loved was did you see Glorilla? Oh, did I? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so y'all, I love Glorilla because she's from Memphis. I'm from Memphis. And she stepped out of her box. She stepped out the box and stepped on the box. Yeah. And she took all the pressure out the box and was like, I it wasn't a question of like some people you debate, like, do she got sex appeal? Yeah. It, it was like, I got sex appeal. And the voice. Th- that's how I imagine her saying it, like, nigga, look. And we had look. Okay. And she took advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. So I want to apply the confidence to do it, but yeah. because we both agree it may not have looked the most natural. Okay, so I do think, so I don't know. I think women from Memphis, we just got a different type of swag about us. Like we could be your homeboy, <laughs> but and we could slap you, you know what I'm saying? Or, Big glue. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? We could go in the kitchen and whip it up right quick. You so know what I'm saying? Really, but, what I just. Felt like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes my ears don't always work. Okay. So basically, like, women from Memphis can, like, beat your ass yeah. and then swell your face up, yeah. but then cook for you afterwards. Perfect example. So y'all just hard. I, it's just like, <laughs> the. It's, I just don't, I mean, not everybody. I ain't going to say, I don't want nobody trying to jump in, in the DMs and cuss right, me right, out. Right. I don't feel like this is everybody, but I do think that we just naturally have... Uh, I will beat your ass, but I want to take care of you. <laughs> it's like, let me cater to you, but then I-N-D-E. Yeah, like, it's like, all of like, that, all of Y'all it. got the meshes going all on. So, so I think Glover really was trying to give us the other side, but I feel like, so my opinion is I appreciate her confidence to step out because she even, she made a video about it afterwards and she was just like, so I'm for sexy. So, for everybody that do- doesn't know what we're talking about, so Glorilla performed at the BET Awards and she performed her hit song, her new song, Licka Sum. Yes. And Licka Sum actually has, um, I want to say it's a beat from 3 Six Mile. Is it? Yeah, that's a slob on my knob. Yeah, slob on the knob beat, right? So, even when you think about slob on your knob, it's kind of slob on my knob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Set herself up for it. All we need is one point. It Can is. you finish that? Oh, slap on my knob. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. So, <laughs> so, but that song is hard, and then naturally the beat is a Memphis beat, so you kind of want to juke a little bit. So let, let me stop right there. You okay. want to juke when you hit it? You slap on me? my knob. Yeah, what? Yeah, because yes. it's the beat. Yeah. On my I mind. don't know if I need Chris Brown take you down. I just feel like the song ruined the moment more than because she should have slowed it down and then gave us the you know. So yeah, so I think that maybe opposite, right? So if you was gonna do lick or something because it's your new song, maybe you know what I'm saying maybe not the laying on the the little lip couch. We should have been throwing that ass in a circle, like or sexy like lick or something. Mm, like a little body roll. Yeah. We just need to call Tiana Taylor at this yeah, point. Well, actually, did Tiana do hers or no? No. She did a lot. She, she did she somebody else's um, performance. Um, what's her name? Not a lot of. I, she, she probably did a lot of performance, but she did. Uh, what's her name? Bitch, you know me. Bitch, you know who I'm talking about. Brooke. <laughs> Lola Brooke. Yes. Yes. That's what she did. Yes. She, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lola. Okay, so Lola's demeanor isn't she from New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so New York people aren't soft. Not at just all. Just like Miffy's, you know what I'm saying? But 
uh, Tiana gave her a couple boot 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 cats, yeah. and now she. But I also feel like th- this is the difference, right? So yeah. I agree. New York women and Memphis women have similarities. Yes. There's just a different expectation on Memphis women because y'all are also in the South. Right. So it's like, be hard. Because don't nobody tell no New York woman, be sexy. Don't nobody tell a New York woman nothing because we like living and breathing <laughs> and enjoying our day. So no, we don't pursue any arguments with them. This is crazy. But I'm just saying. So speaking of Memphis. Yes. You guys had some big news. We did. And there was... Tell, them, tell the streets about it. Was it a homecoming or was it a, a welcome? I'm, I'm actually, how, how do you look I'm actually kind of upset about it, actually. So, you talking about D-Rose coming to the Grizzlies? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. It, it, are there some mixed emotions So, there? I have mixed emotions because when I heard it, I said, <laughs> granted, I was like, I don't want hurt D-Rose. I don't want spoiled. Like, I don't want the last of the bottom. Like, it's almost time for you to get out the game. I wanted the... (laughs) I wanted the D-Rose out of University of Memphis. The explosive D-Rose. The... I don't know. (laughs) But whatever them noises is, like, I don't know if he was pledging or at a step show. Right, you know, he was... D-Rose was just so explosive. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like that was, and that's why he kept getting hurt because his body literally was moving, like his mind or whatever was just moving faster than he could physically move. Right. That's what I wanted at the Grizzlies. But we want popping in, so now he want to come. So I don't know if this is a popping, not popping moment. Yeah, right? he supposed to come mentor Jai. Yeah, because you got to think when, I mean, well, you don't have an opinion on where you get drafted. He went to the yeah. Bulls and the Bulls. That's true. That's he true. wasn't good when D-Rose got there, right? He made them good. Yeah. So I think in this situation, he's going to do more benefit for the city of Memphis because if y'all lose Ja, y'all in trouble, like real yeah. trouble. Like, I mean, all that popping stuff you feeling right now, yeah. that goes out the window but if Ja is, Okay, so are we, will we lose Ja because we did something or if Ja just got dropped? I would say you would lose Ja because you didn't do something. Because I feel like if okay. you don't bring in a veteran like Derrick Rose, okay. somebody that's done it in a league, done it at a high level, and has um, mitigated a lot of risk yeah. being from where he's from, meaning Chicago, coming to play in a city like Memphis, yeah. then going back to Chicago, right. and you ain't never heard D-Rose name in the news for nothing outlandish or crazy. He was a professional. The only bad thing you heard was he couldn't stay healthy, to your point. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he, was a, he was a professional, and I think that's what Ja really needs at this point. I can see that, but it's like, okay, so I, I got mixed emotions about it. Like, I love what Ja has done for the city of Memphis. Mm-hmm. I love what he has done for the Grizzlies. It makes me excited to watch the game, right? right? It makes me excited to go, be in the atmospheres, um, and even, like, the, the whole world just knowing what Memphis culture looks like. Mm-hmm. When we be like, whoop that trick. Yeah. Whoop that trick. Yeah. Like, now the whole city doing a jookie dance. You uh-huh, know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, I, I, I feel it. I love it. But... Why did it take for us to pay for a mentor to come? Like, not the motivation wasn't what, what? How much was his contract? Uh, two hundred. I know plus million. Two. That wasn't <laughs> enough motivation to stay out the streets. Like, so here's the thing, and I think is the biggest difference. So I don't really even feel like he's in the streets. He's just doing 
what niggas do. Yeah, you know what I'm but you you are a so here's the thing. I think that sometimes it's so funny because people be like, um, athletes, rappers, entrepreneurs, right? right? Entrepreneurs, the new rappers, entrepreneurs, the new athletes. No, the fuck we not. We own our <laughs> own businesses. These people work for people. Right. Right. They work. They have jobs. So right. you know you have a job. Would you go to Sears Corporation and sit down with a gun by your face? So I wouldn't go to Sears Corporation and sit down with a gun by my face, nor did he go to work with a gun or was on a basketball court. But at the end of the day, what I do off work is what I do off work. That ain't true. Not no. when you got a job. Well, listen, listen. So hear me out. My yeah. job. If they wanted to go down that path, could fire me for doing this podcast, right? right. Or they could be like, "Oh, you're not re- you work for us, but you don't really represent this brand well, or whatever that looks and sounds yeah. like, right?" But at the end of the day, if I'm not doing nothing illegal, maybe frowned upon, but yeah. if I'm not doing nothing illegal, which Ja did nothing illegal, he didn't break any laws by having a, a legal firearm. He's of age to have a gun, so I'm cool with that. Yeah, the first time. Hundred percent. All right, I fucked up. I was doing some nigga shit. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah. The second time, <laughs> like, <laughs> like now you playing in my face. We back. Like you, you playing with me. You know what I'm saying. Like what? Like in, in my mind, I just wanted to be like, hey, dog, hey, man. Get like, like you want to work or not? Like, do you want a job or not? Like it's okay. Like or let's create your exit plan. The only thing I think the thing for the NBA was like you are a brand, and we are really trying to mold you to be a, a key player right. in this in this organization. But you out here doing nigga shit, and we want it. So would you say this is bad for business? It's definitely bad for business. It's definitely bad for business. But I also, in in the same regard. So D-Rose or Ja? But, well, that it, it, was, it was a loaded question. So D-Rose yes. and Ja. So obviously for Ja, this is bad for business. Yeah, absolutely. But for the Memphis Grizzly organization to bring in D-Rose is good for business? Yeah, it's good for business. I mean, listen, we got... Um, drinks named after D Rose in the city. You know what okay. I mean? Like we got chicken wings, meals. Like the city really still respect D Rose. So I welcome home, welcome home, welcome home. Yeah. Like they say at the Dream Center when you join the church. <laughs> okay, welcome home. Right, right, right. But right. you know, it's a little. It's a. It's like what do they call it? A, a like a bittersweet moment. Yeah, yeah, bittersweet moment. Well, I mean, he's home. Yeah, welcome home. And you gonna go to more games now because he's there than when he wasn't there. So. It's a win. It's good for business. It is. It's def- no, that's definitely good for business. I respect it. I love... One thing that I do think people need, even when you make it $200 million, in my mind, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You don't need but no more motivation. Bro. I don't need no... I just need to see it in my account. The, yeah. The check's deposit. Yeah. But would you need... You need some more motivation than $200 million? You would have to have the police escort me away from basketball courts. <laughs> I was like, I'm like at high school games out there trying to play. Like, I'd be so focused on basketball. Like, I'd be crossing people at Walmart with the cart. Like, I'm always hooping. Like, I'm shooting lettuce from the produce aisle into the basket. Like, I'm. I'm, Y'all can get it with it. Even when I'm driving. Speaking of driving, can I tell a story? Oh, sure, please. Story time. All right, we're going to do a little story time with Cody. Okay. So, what happened? We ain't going to use names. Okay. We gon we, we we can use aliases. Okay, okay, okay. So there was a guy named Bodie, not Cody, his name was Bodie. Okay. Okay. Okay, and it was a girl named Monroe, not um, Monroe. Okay, go ahead. Monroe. All right, so Bodie was in his bag. Yeah. Okay, because sometimes he gets motivated and like gets an idea, and then he does like research for like a day and like that's the plan. We're gonna run with it, right? And you said it's about cars. It's about cars. Are you talking about this Turo? Huh? 
Y'all, go ahead. Me, Cody. Cody. Bo- yeah, Bodie talking about okay. Toro. Go I ahead, Cody. Well, I mean, Cody talking about Bodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go cool. Up. So you know, he had got this idea, and he went to Monroe, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey, peak game, dish to play. This how we gonna do it?" And Monroe was like, "No, not feeling it. Facts. Need to do some more Very research. Risky. We're not really." And Bodie, one thing I know about Bodie. Yeah. When his mind made up. When his mind made up. Good, bad, and different. And different. He going to do it. He's going to do it. So, Bodie was like, well, I'm going to just go cop three of them things. Yeah. See what happened, right? But see, Bodie always, like, learns something one way. Yeah. But tries to, like, level up on other people's ideas. Yeah. Right? So, not stealing, but just, like, how can I expand Make it better. It? Right, 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 right. So, the premise was, if Bodie could go get three cars. Yeah. And Bodie had a trucking company. Right. Bodie could go get three trucks. Like, right. dually, semis. Like, he can go and, like, get trucks. The, the mass is mass. Right. You know what I'm saying? Credit is credit. Yeah. So, if it worked here, it worked there. You okay. just got it. So, so, you know. now you got three cars, three trucks. Yeah. So. Bodie got it. Okay, yeah. so I want to let y'all know that honestly, and I, I want y'all to feel this <laughs> in the pit of your stomach, that Bodie Cody, huh? this has been the worst wow. experience of my life. Like, I won't even, it's so bad that I won't even let that man call me with an idea no more. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't even, like, so we decided, what, what was that, 2021? Mm-hmm. Started a Toro, yeah, quote unquote business. Absolutely. Okay, you had three cars, three trucks. I had what seven cars. Yeah, you 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 did what I did, but like on a on a big level. Yeah. Because I went and got like you know Jeeps. I had one Audi. I had um. Uh, because that's the way you like you have like, you know. that no 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 let's. Uh, <laughs> huh. Because when we was listening to the gurus, yeah, they, they on said Instagram, that. yeah, they had and they was that. going on podcasts and they was talking about what you should do, and yeah. we go buy the course, and yeah. we like, yeah, guru, yeah, you yeah. the you the big man on campus, yeah. you, you know, you telling us to play and all of that. All After right. we bought the course, don't I, sleep yeah, when we yeah, bought, we the, bought course. the course. Like I just oh, want to reiterate oh, oh. that thousand dollars yeah. to hear the same thing that, that we heard on, on the podcast. podcast. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know, we we didn't know we we uh You ain't know what you know, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. So we but in the the thing that stuck out to me is on the Instagram videos was like, Oh, you should just you should buy the cars that you wanna drive. Yeah. Because that's what make it worth it. You get to Correct. drive whatever car, but Correct. you also get to make money. So why would I go get a kill? That no facts. And I think that's one thing I want to start off by pointing out, right? So the first thought was you had just bought a car you really wanted for your personal use. Yes, I bought a Porsche. So you that's what Last you year. wanted, right? Yep. So I remember when we started this, they had hit Precious. I'm, y'all going to learn more about Precious on later episodes. <laughs> but if you've seen the movie Precious, I call her Precious because she's been through a lot like the woman. Precious was gone, y'all. So anyway, okay. so I traveled for work at the time, so I didn't need a car. Every time yeah. I was in Atlanta, I was just riding around with my wife. One of y'all come pick me up, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't need a car. So for me, it was just kind of like, oh, boom, I buy three cars. When I'm home, I got a car to drive. That yeah. was how I was looking at it. Versus for you, you're like, nah, I got the Porsche. I got something to drive. What I really wanted was like, I've got a little half of an AMG and a Range Rover. And you like, so yeah, you got it. I literally, that was planted in my head. Yeah. Y'all need to watch these little Instagram reels, which I'm putting out in the street. Yeah. Yeah. They're ruining people's lives. You, you, you were pro. Now, 
Disclaimer. Okay. Nobody gave us a number of cars to get. No, they did not. So, disclaimer, I'm not blaming anybody. No, no, right? Absolutely. Like, I'm taking full responsibility for the negligence that I made upon my life in my, 20, in my 20s. <laughs> but I am saying that that is what irritates me about Instagram gurus. Because they talk about how to get in, but now that I think hindsight, he never say, like, how to get out. There was no exit strategy. There was no, you can sell it off like this. Yeah. This is how you. I'm going to buy it. Mitigate. <laughs> like, there was nothing. It was just I like. Because I slid it up come, bills. Come like, in, you yeah, buy this, yeah. these Yeah. Come in, go hard. And then it was. A, it was a, but, but I think also, when you think about, like messaging yeah it all because there was no like real risk on getting out of things that didn't work right it almost felt like fail proof like you if you no, did that, it you wasn't gonna lose and we now granted in my 20s i'm gonna be 30 next year y'all yeah in my 20s i am a, i was a risk taker you yeah. know what i'm saying like i'll do anything once and i would say you were like you were like that oh, i yeah, think yeah. you think <laughs> a little bit longer now Whew. um but i think the problem was it wasn't it was like you said, it was the messaging mm -hmm. because it was always presented as passive income, yep. passive income. Yeah. Oh yeah. This just, you know, passive income. You just going to be able to do, 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 do. And I'm like, man, we, so we seven cars, we 10 cars Between in and then the we got a whole lot. In <laughs> right. We 10 cars in at this point. Three trucks in and nothing about that from day one was passive. Nope. From going to get the tags, to nope. making sure that the cars get detailed, to making sure... So, like, li really say what happened. We yeah. hired a team. Yes. Like, we literally had people on payroll this that were for cleaning, dropping off, dealing with... Like, we literally created another branch of the business yes. in order to and make nobody, this work. I didn't try. That was not the plan. No. And, it, and we all... And everybody who thought it was going to be passive ended up working. Correct. Like, even if we were paying people and still like, well, well it's four cars going out today. Yeah. So, like, people were, like, leaving their real businesses and jobs to yes. come and work on yes. this yes. because we're trying to service and keep a customer satisfied. Right, right. So, okay, so we get the cars. One of the things that was not on top of mind, mm -hmm. wasn't talked about a lot in these videos, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's two things. Let me go back. Because I, I want to make sure that I'm we're paying the full picture. Here, okay. okay. So a lot of... You're dealing with a marketer. A lot of our marketing yeah. was, hey, we're going to have the same high-level cars that are on tour row. Yeah. We're just going to beat people from a price point perspective. Mm -hmm. So we're going to consistently stay booked. We're still going to generate the revenue. Mm -hmm. We had the numbers down to a science. Right. If this is going 10 days a month, the bill's paid. Right. Anything after 10 bookings, it's all profit. Keep in mind, we live in Atlanta. Right. People always come to Atlanta. Yep. So we never had an issue with getting the cars booked and rented out. Right. Thanks. What we were not as planned for, or the course wasn't as detailed about, is when things do go wrong, not necessarily accidents, yeah. but something that somebody causes and it requires maintenance right. or repair right. that you can't see on a pickup or drop-off. You don't even notice sometimes you drive in a car and you're like, oh, this don't feel right. right. And you know it was somebody, but now it's too late to pinpoint who yeah, it was, exactly. right? And then we're talking about- So you need extra capital in the account. You have to come in in the. You got to have money to get the cars. Yeah. Still be in the green yep. after you get the cars. Yep. And even when you're making money, still have more money because you're going to end up putting out more than you put in, depending exactly. on who you're giving your car to. Exactly. Because there's no real on your side. There is no real vetting process on Turo. No. Turo runs the driver's license and says this person is good to drive. <laughs> 
And let hold on, Cody, because you ain't told them how the people will steal the car. Yeah. And act like you going crazy. Yeah. Because you asking for your car back. Yeah, yeah. And then Toro, like, well, we got to wait 48 hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then then they'll say something outlandish like, well, we're going to charge them an extra 20%. They had the car 48 hours. hours, Right. I could have had it back out. Oh, but let's not talk about how when they actually do come steal the car. Oh, yeah. And then you like, well, all right. Well, they stole the car. I guess I'll just be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to figure it out. You got 14 days for the insurance to kick in to pay out the car. And then the police find the car two days before. Oh, you mean on the twelfth day when you count down your fourteen days? <laughs> I was like, I was ready. I was like, yeah, okay, right, well, cash a check. I mean, like, yeah, all right, we want these cars anyway. Yeah. Then y'all find the car. Who told y'all to find them people? So not only did you find the car, yes. but they also did a lot of interior, interior damage. damage. They to started. The car. What do they call it? Chopping, chopping, chopping and blocking yeah. and screwing and all that. So we got speakers gone. Yeah. You got. Um, seats missing stuff you got yeah. rims gone right and oh and then the the bank still wants you to be paying correct why you don't got it yeah. and Turo's not gonna cover nope. all that because technically when it got stolen even though it was one of their previous guests that came back and stole it yep that's not on them so yep. now you're just between a rock and a hard place and insurance is going to give you what it's worth at that time mm-hmm. not what it costs to fix it remember that yep. because if you if it's 2022 Yep. But you got a 2020, then they're going to put depreciation on those repairs. They're yep. not going to give you the full amount. So that same vehicle that was creating some passive income now got sitting Where here with a... I was never passive. Now sitting here with a $4,000 balance. And before you can put it back on a platform, you have to fix all those things. Bullshit. So what did we learn from Toro? What we learned from Toro is that nothing is passive. Um, no, there is no business out there. I don't care what they tell you guys, what gurus, passive income is not a thing without active income. It can become passive, but it does not start passive. You're going to have to do work. So if you're not okay with starting a second business, if this is not the business that you want to start, we never wanted to start a rental car company. No. Like, that was not the thought process. Now, if we had thought like that, then we would have prepared. Like it. We would have prepared. <laughs> right. We would have did certain things. So, that was not the goal. So, what I would say is not only about Turo, but Airbnb, all of it. Like, mm-hmm. just know it's not passive. It's an active business. Correct. And that's all. And, and I think the, the other thing about it is when it comes to real passive income yeah. that never comes fast no, like when you talk no. about like yeah passive income exists but if you're going to invest in stocks or you want to get into uh the the share drafts accounts and all the high right. yielding things like you're just gonna wait for it. it's not saying it's a bad thing but right. to, to your point you gotta have other money coming in exactly. or you end up dipping in that and ruin that whole plan altogether as exactly. well so uh no Turo for us in the future. No Turo. Still a good no. platform. We will still use the Turo. I'm not saying we won't use the Turo. We just saying we ain't buying no car to put back on the Turo. Yeah, and I I'm still got doing, one I don't car. even want the app no more. <laughs> you don't even don't want Don't even give me no, no Turo. Yeah. <laughs> you just, <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm traumatized. That's, that's <laughs> boom. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you. Okay. If we told the Turo story, do, do we have permission to tell the Airbnb, the original Airbnb story? Please? Not, not this week. Not not on this okay, week. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 We're gonna we, do it this right, week. So basically, we if it's an idea that makes money, we have tried it. We have definitely tried. We it. We have had success. We've had failures. We've yeah. had wins. We've had losses, and I guess that's why they call it being a ghetto CEO. It's being a CEO is ghetto. 
But you know, one thing about being a CEO is I think the reason why I love this platform and what we do and what we talk about mm-hmm. is because being a CEO is not just about business. Right. Like there are so many different elements. Like you have um your relationships. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm CEO, I like gossip too. Like, I right. like to see what's going on in the entertainment news. Right. Um, I like to tap into my health and wellness. Mm-hmm. I like to tap into financial literacy. Like, I like to tap into all of these different elements. And so that's why, you know, Ghetto CEO Media has really came and just, you know, like, taken over. Because this is what it's all about. Like, we are CEOs. That's our job. Right. But we like different things. And the number one thing that I hear, because, you know, you're married, mm-hmm. right? How long you been married? Five years as of Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got an arena on this episode, but y'all mind y'all business. Yeah. Okay. Five years. Five years. Dang. That's trash. That is. Wow. Because, not trash, but, like, <laughs> I'm like, dang. Didn't like, expect you to go there, buddy. I did. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, like, dang. Like, that's been a long time. I remember when you got married. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember before that. Okay, so, and I've been in a relationship for a couple years. A mm-hmm. little hot, whatever, six, seven. Um, <laughs> well, we've been together 10 years total. Who? We just got, me and my wife, we just got married as a five year Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, you know, I just when you say hot six seven, like you know. Oh, is, I wasn't coming for you, y'all. No, not coming. No, no, oh. no. We're we're reading two different. Pages. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. so yeah. like being a CEO, people talk about like relationships. You right. know what I'm saying? And you you've had this up and down business, mm-hmm. right? And down. <laughs> you know, up and down insinuates okay. it's currently going it came back up. up at a point. But right now it's down. Okay, so the down business. Yeah. And that probably, you know, y'all probably had conversations about it, you mm-hmm. know. And, you know, same thing on our side. But, like, being in relationships is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And you've seen in the news where Scrappy and Bambi <sighs> is getting divorced. Yeah. How do you feel about it? So, you know, when it comes to relationships, we understand that. Everything in life has beginning and ends, right? Some people to death do your part. Yeah. Some people yeah. to uh, boy don't start. You know, it just depends <laughs> on like what what you got going on. Right. So, as far as the relationship aspect, I don't have an opinion. Okay. Right. Um, but let's talk about the housing situation because that was the whole thing. So on the episode, if y'all did, if y'all haven't seen it on the episode, um, what is it? Loving Hip Hop yeah. Atlanta. They talked about how basically, like, Scrappy, they had to move out the house because Scrappy didn't pay his half of the rent. Right. And then the streets went crazy and was like, y'all renting? You know what I'm saying? And it was a whole thing. So so let me just ask you about that. So okay. is it a bad thing to rent if you make money? If is, it a, is it a good thing? Like, where should I you think be standing? I think it's different perspectives. Okay. Like, right now in this season of my life today, we rent. Mm-hmm. And because I, as a CEO, do not have the capacity to have another job. Mm-hmm. And another job meaning the house. If right. the water's not working, if the toilet's not working, if this is like, I'm going to need a house manager when I get a house. <laughs> right. Because I am running bit two businesses now, right. right? So, like, if that's your perspective, you know, cool. Also, y'all, living in certain areas in Atlanta is expensive. Absolutely. So, like, if you do want to live in Buckhead, mm-hmm. you may rent because... You may not have the finance. Like, people don't, and it's crazy to me. Because people, I don't think, really, really realize or think 
the detail it takes to buy a home. Right. Like you need tax returns. Mm-hmm. You need a certain credit score. Mm-hmm. You need to have a money in a bank account that mm-hmm. looks like this. And then your money needs to be traceable. It needs, mm-hmm. Like, and then you're going to buy it with your wife. Like, is mm-hmm. she going on the mortgage? Is she going on a deed? Like, mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. And some people just don't be feeling like figuring all this shit out. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is also because I'm not going to say entrepreneurs are fickle but yeah. because there are so many seasons within it like it's four seasons in a year yeah but they're like 12 different seasons in in entrepreneurship yeah. and, and so it you may be in a season where it's like you know what i'm actually thinking about buying a house and then like four months into the process you're like what am i thinking i want a new condo right right so it's like you all i think once you oh here's a question okay is your relationship with where you stay tied to the relationship that you have with your business like if you feel like your business is at a steady comfortable Fakes. place you'll be like all right boom i want a house you know i like that so in this season like i said i'm renting mm-hmm. but i do want a house right but i also know that it comes with like i said i'm gonna need a house manager mm-hmm. <laughs> um but on the other side like it's gonna come with an additional amount of stress right so it's like can i have this stress right now yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also thinking about the season of business, am I traveling a lot right now? Right. So does it make sense for me to be owning a home that I'm not going to be at? You know what I'm saying? Um, or does it make more sense for me to put my my kids in this particular neighborhood because they need to go to this school? Right. Like, you don't know what people's Got situation is. But right. I don't think it's a bad thing or a good thing. Like, I mean, it don't matter. Like, some people can't pay their mortgage all the time. Right. Just like it, it don't matter. So, um, so okay. <laughs> so all right. So that, that's one side of it, right? Yeah. So, but then the word on the street is yeah that Scrappy then went and rented another home by himself. Yes, that he ain't splitting with nobody. So Facts. we went that joint was big too. Yeah, yeah. So we went from oh they had to leave the first property because he wasn't paying his rent right to oh he got to pay all the rent here and it's brand new. Well, it wasn't brand new. Um, it was. Well, I mean, for him, I'm saying oh, it's like, oh, oh. like you went from oh, you couldn't have this. Oh, I'm gonna get a brand new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, um, my bad, my bad. Two thousands built, but um, <laughs> I'm saying okay, okay. I'm saying that um, I mean, I don't know. Like, we don't know what the situation is. What I also do know is on TV. They make up shit yeah. for us to be entertained. So it, it could, is entertaining. You know what I'm saying? It like he got us talking. They in the news. Scrappy got a new John now. He back with yeah. the uh, Diamond Girl. Yeah. Like all of that could literally be just fact, factor made up t- TV. You know what right. I'm saying? And I'm cool with it. Like entertain. So it's funny that people talk. This is so off script. But okay. people talk about how re- reality TV is supposed to be real. That should be scripted. So why we don't just call it scripted TV? That's like saying, why they call it a driveway when you parked there? Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Like, where you, but look, but look, hold on, hold on. Yeah. But then you drive yeah. on parkways. Mm. So, like, how we get here? That's deep. All right, so speaking of deep things, I got okay. I got one last topic I do want us to talk about. All right. So um, I think. I hope y'all been enjoying this. Y'all better leave us a review. Yeah, at least five stars. At least five, right? It's not, you can only go up to five. Yeah, so at least five. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, there there was a situation in Chicago that took place with uh, yeah. the lady that was assaulted while mm-hmm. she was ordering her food by the okay. gentleman. Uh, her fourteen year old son was there with her firearm, okay. and ended up killing the guy that was assaulting his mother. Right. Okay. So it, it was a real blow up on uh, social media, and it was split down the middle. 
half of the uh, argument was, well, if, if that was my mom, I would have did the same thing. Like, right, I don't right. even know what y'all on. Like, this how I'm getting down. And the other half was like, well, he was right and just to shoot the guy. Right. But apparently he followed the gentleman outside the restaurant, killing him. Yeah. Based upon his mother's instructions. That's mm -hmm. what that was the story. Now, there are some videos circulating. I didn't watch all the videos because I kind of get squeamish with this stuff. It's mm -hmm. just like, you Me know too. what? We got to really watch people die. You know, right. I, I got a whole nother thought on like black trauma and stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, they were basically not indicted. Mm -hmm. And now the mother is trying to sue uh, the city of Chicago, the police department, take them to civil court based upon her apprehension, her son being arrested, so on and so forth. And there are a lot of people saying, Right. Lady, take your win. Like, you got the W. You're not in jail. We feel like y'all murdered that boy. Mm -hmm. And you should just be happy you and your son are not in jail. And then mm -hmm. there's the other side of it, like, nah, because if I felt like I was justified in doing it. Right. And then you arrested me. Yeah. And I feel like that was wrong. Yeah. Then pay me. Right. So what, what what are your thoughts on that? How you feel? I mean, my thoughts is, I, I mean, get your money, sis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... I mean, honestly, I feel like we don't know. There's always three sides to the story. Correct. And one person can no longer tell his side of the story. Um, so we don't know. We don't know what we don't know what really happened. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we can only take assumptions from the video. I from my perspective, I think that if I truly felt like I didn't do this. Mm -hmm. I did nothing wrong. I told my son to go back to the car now, and he came back to defend me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know how you are when you're in the heat of something. So Correct. I could also see him, and like I said, I don't know what happened, but if he did walk out and shoot him again, I'm mad. Like, I'm up there at this point. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, this is top level. So I might have, like, I don't know. But um, what I'm saying is, if she feel like she did not wrong, then she got a case. And I would love to see, I mean, it's going to probably take a couple years to settle, but I would love to see her get her back. At the end of the day, get that money. Get that money. Nicki Minaj even said, um, offered to uh, send a boy to college. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. That's super dope. Shout out to Nicki. Right. All right. So I, I think we're going to close it out here. Yeah. Okay. I got a couple questions before we, before we get about this thing. Okay. Wait, wait, Question wait. number one. Mm -hmm. You like our Monday meetings? The Monday meetings is lit. Yeah. I like that. Monday meetings. I like it. I think, like I said, y'all are co-workers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we only get to, we all probably either working for real. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you probably listening to this episode. So shout out to you. I see you on your grind, sis. Keep going. Yeah. And you're going to need this because Monday traffic is literally the work. Monday going yeah. to work and yeah. Friday leaving work are the worst two days. So we really right on time. We right on time. And you need to stay, you like, you got to stay tapped in. You got to be motivated. Exactly. Going into the, in the trap. Yeah. Yeah. As you get in. And my second question for you. Okay. You ready for next week? I am definitely ready for next week. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. We'll we just going to... I think the current events will tell us what we'll talk about. Yeah, I, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Y'all, I hope y'all appreciated this new segment on the Ghetto CEO Podcast, Monday Meetings with Cody. Yeah. Okay. Big Cody. Yeah. Not the little one. Broke Cody. I mean, Big Cody. Yeah. <laughs> And this is your girl, Marketing by Monray. Make sure you leave us a review, okay? Five stars, nothing less, yeah. okay? Because it's giving five-star chick. Because that's a five-star star chick. Huh? That's a five-star chick. You already chick. lost this week. Oh.
Oh my god, I was trying to redeem it. Nah, myself. nah, but I appreciate. It. But and then Memphis artists don't count. But we'll talk about that next. Oh, time. anyways, okay, okay. all right. Make sure you leave a review, five stars only, because we deserve it. Um, and send it to a friend. Absolutely. And ask me what rhyme with CEO G H E T T O. That's what you see. You had. I couldn't get it out earlier, guys. But that's what I was. Bye, y'all. Y'all have a good one.